Hello and welcome everyone to the reader copy recap of WandaVision episode 2. My name is Chris, I am your host, and I'm joined by my co-host and brother, Daniel. Yes, Chris and Daniel, aren't we a fun pair? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is the show where we recap a comic book TV show, and for the next couple of weeks we're doing WandaVision. And if you haven't tuned in already, we did episode one, also dropped today. Uh, check that out. That took place in like, felt like the 1950s sitcom era. You did, yes, yes. Episode two feels more like the 1960s. So um, I would align this show, this episode, to be more like Bewitched and uh, I yep. Dream of Genie. I actually looked up yes. those shows and um, the, I'll say I Love Lucy was Late 50s to 60s, uh, early 60s, and then Bewitch was late 60s to 70s. So that's I think that's the time period we're dealing with. Yeah, it definitely feels like it. Um, just right off the intro, it's like a cartoon now. Yeah, it's and that's one. a very Bewitch thing. Like that, Bewitch was the one that I came to mind right away because their intro was like a, a cartoon. Bewitch, I Dream of Genie, both had cartoon uh, theme songs. And uh, uh, it was kind of like a one division, one, one division, right? <laughs> yes. Fun stuff like that. Uh, I really enjoyed the even the animation just for the intro. It was pretty cool. Um, now that it's like in the 60s, it's a little less like, uh, even though the style of talking kind of changes a little bit, it's not so like uh, news timey talking, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a bit, it's not so much uh, nuclear family too. There's still a bit more mm-hmm. uh, maybe snarkiness a bit between the characters, you know? It's getting there, yeah. And um, it starts off and Wanda and Vision are in their bedroom. It's the middle of the night. Oh, that's right. they hear a bang in the window, right? And what's most like glaring here is that their beds, they sleep in two separate beds. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, now married couple, officially, they have wedding rings. Mm -hmm. They're in two separate beds. Um, and, uh, it's, I think this is a common trope of, of this era, uh, scary noise outside and wakes yeah. them up. The husband is the most scared one, uh, vision, right? Mm-hmm. When I saw that they, they had two separate beds, the first thing I thought was vision must be huge. <laughs> okay. What? But <laughs> oh my how does he reach? <laughs> you mean to like then, uh, to, to, to give her a kiss on the face like that? <laughs> yeah. You know, just to show some affection. But um, then they hear the bang, and then Vision was like, oh, one of us should check it out. And she's like, yes, one of us should check it out, like yeah. meeting you. So he goes, he doesn't see anything, right? He goes back to bed, another bang, and finally Wanda checks it out, and it's still nothing. I think they realize like it's a tree hitting their window. Scary tree. Um, and uh, all, in all this uh, commotion, Wanda pushes the beds together, right? And mm-hmm. and then uh, ultimately, she actually just makes the bed one, right? And then they can get it on in modern, in regular modern times, right? Yeah, uh, Vision was like, "Oh, this is perfect." Yeah. <laughs> Again, another case of Vision being the horn dog of the show. <laughs> Um, they decide that Vision was going to go check out the, um, what do you call it? Like the security watch, the neighborhood watch mm-hmm. meeting that they're going to have in the library. He's going to check it out the next day. And then Wanda is going to take part in like the planning for the town like talent show. Right. They're discussing this as they're um, training for their magic trick that they're going to be doing at the talent show, right? Um, yes. Uh, Vision's going to be the magician. Wanda pulls out the cabinet of magic, right? Yes. And their stage names are, it's like glam and illusion, right? That's Something right. Like that. Yeah. And if you remember in our regular episode of uh, Reader Copy Podcast, we did an episode 
where Wanda and Vision have like a dinner party. Yes, yes. Very homey. And they had a bunch of guests. One of their guests was a couple and they're mutants, but they're like magicians. And their names were like, I think it was like Glam and Illusion or something like that. Oh. So it's like a nod to their characters. Interesting. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that they're uh, digging that deep into the uh, the mythos of the two characters. God, I think those are forgettable characters, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I had to <laughs> I, I saw it online. That's the only reason I knew it. I remembered it. So there are definitely a lot of Easter eggs uh, in just two episodes already. But they're practicing their act. And the biggest uh, trick that they're performing is like this disappearing wife assistant in the box thing, right? Right, right. Um, and they get it done. They could do it and everything. But Vision's like, isn't this kind of lame? I think the neighborhood is going to just see through the trick. And it's not going to be as cool as I want. Mm-hmm. Also, what's cool is on the door of the box it kind of looks like the shape of like the mind stone on the top oh really wow you're digging into the details wow <laughs> <laughs> yes I, I watched this episode like three times so uh i saw all every inch of it it's in black and white still but one yes. thing to note is the set is different right we're the furniture is all different um indicating mm. maybe different time uh how are we kind of reasoning out the difference in each episode like um the the characters are not you know confused at the new setting they're just going along as if it's every day like it's the next day it's kind of weird yeah it's weird but like obviously time has progressed right mm-hmm. and she hears a bang outside right and Wanda goes out to the front yard and what she sees is a toy helicopter but this toy helicopter is in full color. It is colored red and yellow. Um, one thing to note is there is a sword symbol on the front of the helicopter. And she like picks yes. it up. It's very much outside of the tone of the episode. She is concerned, worried. What the heck is this in her hand? Yeah. Um, what I'm thinking is that there's a real helicopter that crashed into whatever dome or whatever they're trapped in. But what she's like perceiving it as inside there is like a toy. To maybe just like make sense of it. Right. Yeah. In her head, it's shaped into a toy just to align with the reality of of this episode of this TV show. Um, And then as she's looking at that, uh, who surprises her but Agnes there uh, just passing by with the rabbit for the talent show. Yes. Here, you guys need a rabbit for your magic act. Here you go. Um, so Wanda goes back inside to, uh, drop it off. And then Agnes does like a flirty thing with the mailman. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So like, I feel like she knows she's in a not real world. Agnes does. Interesting. Because she like checks out the mailman, like even like smiles by checking out his ass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, mm, right. So that's like something that I feel like is outside of the sitcom. Like that wouldn't happen. And it happened because Wanda was not there at the moment and she could be her Self. Oh, interesting. It's like a like a Truman Show thing, like you're talking about, where yeah. the main character we're appeasing right now for the reality is outside of the screen or whatever. Yeah. So I could drop my character for a, a second until she comes back, right? Oh, That's what I felt like that was. Oh, okay. I thought that was like what we said earlier, where this is kind of evolving into this new time period. The yeah, the ladies can kind of check out guys on TV or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Well, she comes back out. It's because they're on their way to like a luncheon to meet, um, is her name like Dottie? Yes, it is. Who is the head of like the committee that is running the town talent show. Right. And she, they're meeting her. 
beforehand, Agnes warns Wanda, be in good, be on your best behavior with Dottie. She kind of runs the town, right? And she mm. is kind of, she's kind of a B word, okay? Just deal <laughs> with it. Trying to try and uh, be in your P's and Q's, please. Just say it. You can just say it. She's bratty. Bratty. So bratty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and she is. She's kind of like bossing everyone around. Um, <laughs> and another thing that uh, I felt like what Agnes knew that she's in this fake world is, is everyone's like trying to uh, please Dottie. And Agnes is making like these side comments like, like how does yeah. anybody sit here sober? Like, I want to drink, right? Yeah. And like uh, that drinking may be a more adult thing than you'd have on a TV show like this at the time. Exactly. Um, at, a, at a certain point, Dottie gets angry at Wanda for speaking at a turn, right? Just start just talking to the side. But Agnes is doing this the yeah. whole conversation, kind of just speaking out loud. Exactly. Never interrupted, right? Right. As if she is almost, I don't know, maybe like ignored by the other ones and making sure that Wanda is like the focus of this, which is she is, right? Interesting. Okay. 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 And we're pointing to uh, who Wanda was talking to. It was Monica Rambeau. At least we know that. She introduces herself as Geraldine, right? Yeah. But also kind of like, uh, I had to make up a name on the spot. Yeah. I saw that too. Like, uh, Geraldine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they become pretty good friends, it seems like. Yes. This whole uh, thing, it's a conversation, kind of getting understanding of the neighborhood uh, hierarchy, right? And then at a certain mm. point, uh, they're talking about the talent show, and it is, quote unquote, for the children. They all like say it in yeah. unison. It's very cultish at this moment. Yes. What yeah. was going on there? And it's very weird. The lunch kind of ends, but... Wanda sticks around to help Dottie clean up, which she's doing all the cleaning. Dottie seems like she's just standing there, right? Super annoying, And yeah. Dottie seems like caught off guard. Not caught off guard, but like she feels like there's something going on with Wanda. Very suspicious of Wanda. Yeah. Right? Um, there's been some chatter apparently in the neighborhood about Wanda and Vision. Um, what the heck is going on with the, with the two of them, right? Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> You know, one thing uh, I wanted to ask, has anyone said Vision's name yet besides Wanda? Like, what's Yeah, it they call him Vision. They, they call, call him, him Vision. They really do? Yeah. The boss calls him Vision in the first episode. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. Okay. That was just one thing I was yeah. wondering. That's a weird thing if, if we're in this TV show world, a person being named Vision. Right. That's a weird yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and while she's talking to Dottie and she feels like her almost like comfort barrier is like shrinking or something because now she's starting to hear voices in the radio. The voice in the radio is talking directly to Wanda. Who's keeping you in here? Um, who's keeping you in here? Kind of repeating that as the scratchy radio yeah. noise kind of fizzles out and the radio explodes. Yes. And Dottie like cracks the glass that she was holding and she starts to bleed. And we see red, like her blood is there. Yeah. Uh, Stars both of them. Um, and uh, Wanda sees something's wrong there too. But uh, Dottie looking at her cut, she kind of just brushes it off. And there's a comedic moment there that we can just like uh, brush it on the rug. There's a laugh track. We can continue with the show. Yes. And then we cut to a different scene now where Vision is meeting the neighborhood watch at the library for their like neighborhood watch meeting. And he wants to sit in. Um, one of them says like, this is kind of like a closed session, right? And he's like, oh, it's okay. I'll just sit down and like be quiet here, even though they kind of don't want him to be part of it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to point and, out is when they first meet, they were having mm -hmm. like a, a tense conversation and then they just kind of like, oh, he's here. Like vision, yeah. a special guy invading into our meeting. Uh, maybe they were talking Act about natural. him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
And Vision wants to talk about um like the noise that he heard, right? And one of the guys is like, "Well, we'll hold it off till like new new uh, issues or whatever comes up." And then they're like, "Well, usually when new issues comes up is that's just when we pass out was it Danishes? Danishes, <laughs> yes, raspberry or, or cheese filled." <laughs> yeah, and what's funny is Vision goes like, "I don't eat food." <laughs> Uh, eventually uh yeah go ahead and then eventually they're just talking it through um what's going on they're kind of gossiping about the different guys on the block and uh goofing around yeah. eventually vision is offered a piece of gum and he's uh chewing on it right mm. and then he accidentally swallows it at a certain point and uh, what is that gonna happen what's gonna happen to him when uh all that gum gunks up his system with his gears and all that we get a little uh cartoon uh little diddly there in his stomach right yeah i really like that it looks really cool like um it shows like obviously it's not what's inside of him but it shows like the gum is just like getting stuck in all his gears and like this causes him to act like he's intoxicated yeah totally like he's just he doesn't know what's going on uh you'd think old child would design a robot better that could just if something <laughs> happened to go in his mouth that's what mouths usually do they take in food you could Kick that out of there somehow. Yeah, I didn't know Vision runs on just three gears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does Vision have a butthole or no? He <laughs> doesn't eat. I don't think he needs one. So then um, it's now the talent show. And Wanda is there backstage with Geraldine, who mm-hmm. we know in reality is later going to be Monica Rambeau. But she's like worried because Vision's not there yet and they're almost time to go for them to go on. Uh, again, Vision is there, all dressed up in his tuxedo magician tuxedo, but he's all intoxicated. He's late. He's goofing around saying, oh, I was just playing uh, horseshoes with the boys. <laughs> and they go on with their act, but he is like, because he's acting like he's drunk or something, he kind of just like goes crazy with the act and he starts using his real powers as like tricks like he starts to like float right yeah so Wanda has to cover for him of course Wanda has to uh, figure out how to show a little bit of the magic what she does is she conjures up a a rope that looks like it's holding up vision the whole time Mm. yeah and then he's like oh what about this and he picks up like the piano like with one hand so what Wanda does is she just uh, uh, pretends to pick up the piano also, but revealing that it's just a cardboard cutout the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I really like this joke because then there's a guy in the audience. I was like, that's my grandmother's piano. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do all the acts and stuff, right? Um, and then there's one where like he phases his hat through his his like chest. Yeah. And ev- everyone's like, silent, like, what the heck? Like, how do you do that, right? And then Wanda reveals, like, oh, there's mirrors. And even everyone's like, is that how mirrors work? Like, that doesn't really still doesn't make sense. <laughs> but just go with it. Just shut up, Beth. And <laughs> it's it's good. <laughs> and so they just walk off the, the set uh, saying that uh, Vision's, like, really sa- sorry that he messed it all up. He's sorry that he's all intoxicated and he mixed everything up. Wanda takes a peek inside of Vision and sees the piece of gum in him. Yeah, so she removes the gum. And he spits it out and then like he's back to normal. And then they're trying to like just like, okay, let's try to like leave unnoticed so we don't cause like attention to ourselves. But as they're like walking away, Dottie, who's on stage, like calls him out and he's like, You two have won the award for like funniest act. Yeah, they've never seen this ever at this community talent show. Um, and so I guess mission success, they figured it out. Yeah. Apparently like the town loves them now and they go back home and now they're like really happy. Like the town loves us. We're in love. No one knows like our true secret and we could just like live here forever. 
And then not only do they like kind of like start being happier, uh, she becomes preggers out of nowhere. Like uh, we just see a baby bump form out of nowhere. It doesn't grow. Maybe it was there the whole time. I don't think so. But uh, it's when they. This is what happens when you put your beds together? Yeah, exactly right. Uh, that was uh, again. They 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 say that phrase for the children. What what is that? It's again yeah. a cultish thing really out creepy. of nowhere. Really weird. <laughs> Um, so all signs points up, right? The, it's a yep. happy, happy ending. We can end the episode right then and there. Mm-hmm. Except we hear a noise outside. Noises on this episode. What is up with that? They both rush out to the street. Again, the, like the camera angles and the aspect ratios change yes. to more modern times. And we see a man crawling out of the manhole in the street wearing a beekeeper costume surrounded by a bunch of bees. Uh-huh. And then on the back of his uniform is the logo for Sword. What is going on there? Uh, are you thinking, like we said with the helicopter, could he actually not be in a bee suit? He's actually in like a maybe more of a hazard mat suit and this is her yeah. aligning it to a possibility for this reality. This is like, I'm going to change it to something that kind of maybe makes sense to me. I think so. Yeah. He's probably in like, yeah, like you said, a hazmat suit or um, maybe even like, remember what like AIM used to wear in the comics? Like maybe something like that. Yeah. It could be something like that. A big suit, a space suit, something like that. Um, Yeah. And then Wanda just says, no, like this is not going to happen. And Mm -hmm. quite literally we go into a rewind. Yes. We go back, back to a couple of seconds ago where they're inside the house and they kiss again. But this time after the kiss, Vision, his face is like in full color again. Yeah, we see the red in his face and slowly um, sweeping left to right, the whole set turns to color. One division, now one color. Yes. And we're finally like moving past the 60s, which feels like now to the 70s. And she's pregnant. Uh, obviously, she can kind of control reality. <laughs> yeah. And the episode ends. And um, I don't know. I, I guess that guy, the beekeeper guy, just it doesn't happen because she rewinds it. Uh, yeah. Is that um, turning back time? Is that rewriting this pocket reality that we're in? I don't know. Mm. Um, but I don't think she could do that outside of this show. Like she couldn't do that in Infinity War or Endgame. She can't rewrite, yeah, yeah. right? What's going on? She's like ultra powerful now. We're really seeing the mm-hmm. the magnitude of her energy, her powers. As the credits roll, we hear that voice again from the radio. That's like Wanda, who's holding you in there? Wanda, can you hear me? Kind of thing. Right. Like, just more, more, more. We're getting to see what's really happening behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I, uh, I think I like the first episode more than this one, um, just because I, I think the regular show, the the I Love Lucy type sitcom of it, I liked better. But this did dig more into explaining or digging into the other worldly stuff. I like the second episode better because I like the whole like idea of the magic show, talent show act that they do. That seems like something that would happen in the shows that I used to watch when I was a kid, like oh, really? the really old ones. Yeah. Um, and I do like the revealing of what's going on and slowly pulling back the curtain to see the sword and um, like this reality that she's making kind of like slowly breaking down. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's what we're here for. We're, ha- we're here to really see what's behind the curtain, who what's behind mm-hmm. the, the fourth wall, if you will. Um, yeah. Uh, and this, this episode had definitely had more questions. Uh, yeah. We're on a totally different show now. 
are the characters, I'm talking about the secondary characters, are they the same characters from the last episode or are they not? I don't even know. My guess is they will be just, you know, in the next generation or whatever. But to them, like nothing, like this is normal. Like that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, another thing that we noticed in, similar to the first episode is this episode has a commercial. Yeah. Uh, same actors playing the two uh, characters on the commercial, right? Yeah. Uh, this time around, they're not selling a toaster. They're selling uh, a man's watch, uh, a yes. Strucker brand watch. Yes. Obviously, this is a nod to uh, Strucker, Baron Von Strucker from Age of Ultron. And he was like a Hydra leader. And on the watch, there's even like the Hydra logo. Yes. Uh, he was the one that instructed the scientists to pull the power out of the scepter and inject that into the twins, one of them being Wanda, right? So yeah. it's aligning with the, with the timeline. Makes sense that he would be an Easter egg. So I am definitely liking more and more of what I'm seeing. Uh, Sword in the comics has to do with like space, right? Yeah. Uh, it's like, I forgot where it was, like sentient world organization, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. Love what, I, what, I, what I learned is like in the show though, it stands for like sentient weapon operation, whatever, whatever. So like, it's not necessarily out of space, but more like living weapons. And that's definitely oh. what like Wanda and Vision are. They're like sentient weapons. That is true. I mean, that's kind of like every superhero at a certain point. Uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> so, I man, I can't wait to watch the next episode. Um, we're really digging deep now into the sword of it all. And like, I'm getting like Dharma Initiative vibes yeah, to it. <laughs> yeah, totally. They, uh, the others have an understanding um, that we don't, right? I'm ready to, I'm ready to meet the others <laughs> yeah. um I, I, it left me wanting more i kind of forgot we were just getting the two episodes uh for for last friday i was waiting okay next episode ready for it <laughs> <laughs> i wish it was like a netflix thing where you just binge it the whole thing i would have been done by now exactly we would have been done with the podcast already <laughs> <laughs> Um, so like if, if every episode is like a different decade yeah, and they're using the um, X-Men plot, right, where every movie is like a different decade, uh, the next one will be the 70s and I believe we'll get to like 80s and 90s. So like by episode six, I think we'll be really deep into just like what's happening in the real world outside of the Matrix <laughs> right, right. I would uh, point it to like, uh, it's kind of what happens in the Legion, right? Another X-Men property where we're in this yeah. other reality. And at a certain point, we break out of that and we're actually dealing with the real characters. Yeah. So uh, I'm eager to see what's going on there. I'm eager to see how like Monica Rambeau is like going to be involved more. I know she's like a sword agent in this. Uh, we also know like What's her name? Kat Dennings from the Thor th- movies is in this. So like, I want to see how she's tied up into this. But I I like everything I've seen so far. Me too. Me too. Uh, yeah, I think as we get onto the later episodes, I'll be more familiar with the tropes and uh, I might be able to <laughs> laugh even harder because it's more nostalgic for me. I never watched these, even these old uh, TV shows. So uh, I'll dig into that a little bit more. If you get to like what? Like step-by-step full house type territory, I'll, I'll be laughing at <laughs> my guts. There. Yeah. <laughs> almost there wait till like episode four probably okay all right oh i can't wait yeah i think we're getting into like brady bunch now so uh i definitely like that okay yeah uh i don't know if i've I've, i think i've watched some some brady bunch episodes maybe the 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 movie that came a lot later is what i'm more familiar with i know it's not good but that's what i'm more familiar with (laughs) all right well uh, guys thank you for tuning in um, we'll be back uh, with a regular Reader Copy podcast on Wednesday and then continuing the recaps next Monday. 
But uh, until then, please follow the Reader Copy Podcast on all major podcast platforms. Yeah, and let us know if you have some insights on the show on all of our social media. At the Reader Copy Podcast is where you can find our handle. And we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you talk to anybody that uh, watched WandaVision, let them know about the podcast. Let them know about the Reader Copy and the Recap Show. So... Uh, Daniel, could you please hit him with the outro? Um, that was our recap for One Division, One One Division. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys next week. Later, guys. <laughs>